You're listening to Simparts Radio, episode number 93, and today we're talking all about emotions and how it's affecting every single cell in your body. Yes, we're diving in to how your mindset could be changing your health and how to make it work for you. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back. I'm your host, Alexa. And as always, this is the place to get healthy, live happy, and find joy. Today, we're going to do a little bit of all three. We're going to really dive into how our emotions are affecting our biology and how we can better our health in simple, practical steps. Today, I have on the show someone who's very near and dear to my heart. This is actually not their first episode here on Simpros Radio. Dr. Cooper was on episode number 55 talking about how I got my health back and some more about energy in the body. So you're going to want to check out that episode as well. But Dr. Cooper is back on. She's near and dear to my heart. Like I said, she's my own practitioner who got my health back literally when I was in the biggest health crisis of my life today. And I so value her opinion and experience. And she was one of the first persons who introduced me into emotional therapies and work, helping me to get rid of all the baggage that I had been holding on to and releasing that to live with more health. Because at the end of the day, all this emotional baggage and trauma that we carry around is having a negative impact on our body. It's called body memory. And our body constantly refers to those unconscious emotions and thoughts in our filing cabinet to take care of our body, even though we're not conscious of it. It really is fascinating stuff. So if you've had some kind of trauma, maybe you are always living threatened or anxious or scared or fearful. And we have all these negative emotions that can just be ingrained in us from past emotions. So today on the show, we're going to dig into more about how this happens, why it happens, and how we can change it. How can we experience not only emotional freedom, but how we can experience better health with the right mindset. And there's so much power in this, and she's gonna explain more about that. So I'm so excited to have her on the show. But before we get started, don't forget, you can find out more about today's show and get all of the information and resources that we're gonna talk about that we might bring up in today's show over on the sh- over in the show notes at simpertswellness.com backslash 093. Again, all the information on today's show, as well as additional information, can be found over there. So you're going to want to check that out. While you're there, make sure you sign up for my email list to get put on the Summer Health Challenge series. Yes, every week I'm releasing a simple, easy challenge that you can do any time of the week. This week, the challenge was to have one smoothie for breakfast. Now, we're not talking about a sugar-laden smoothie, carbohydrate-loaded smoothie. We're talking about really deep-down nourishing smoothies, and these are different than most smoothies. So over there, I give you all the details on what all the requirements are for this nourishing smoothie, and then just challenging you to do one each day at the start of your day. So just to give you an example, what I'm finding with smoothies is that they are a great place to add all these quote unquote, superfoods that you might not be able to add into your diet elsewhere. They're also a great place to get a lot of healthy greens and just start your day with an energy boost. So these smoothies are going to include a lot of healthy fat and protein and veggies and fiber with just a little bit of carbs, trying to keep you in that fat adapted state, providing tons of energy and preventing you from jumping on that sugar roller coaster right away. So if you want to know more, head on over there. You can sign up to get all the challenges so far and make sure you stay up to date on what's coming out next week. Head on over to simperswellness.com backslash 093 to get up to date on that. But for now, let's get right to the show. 
Welcome to the show, Dr. Cooper. I'm excited to have you on for the second time. Kind of one of those most requested guests, so thanks for coming back on. Absolutely. Okay, today we're going to dive into emotions, and I know from coming to your clinic that I've had some emotional work done on myself in my own healing journey, and I always think it's fascinating. And this summer we're doing a whole mindset series, so I wanted to get your perspective because I feel like you'll take us into the deep like levels of how our emotions and our mindset is actually affecting our biology um, and you know this mind-body connection. So I just want to start by breaking down like how does our body actually communicate because I think there's a lot of misnomers about that and that we have all these separate organ systems, but really our body's working together as a whole. So can you kind of break down the basics for how our body's actually communicating with itself? Well, uh, that, that's a big question. I'm not sure that, that anyone really understands um, how the body completely communicates with itself, right? But I'll give you the way that I tell my patients to the best of my ability. So we have a brain and a spinal cord, and that brain and spinal cord act uh, like your hard drive, uh, like your uh, breaker box in your house, so to speak. It's what, uh, if you think of energy... You know, I always think in the chiropractic world, we talk above, down, inside, and out, meaning grabbing the energy from above, bringing it down onto the earth, pulling it in, and then being able to release the energy as well. So the brain and the spinal cord uh, are, are your main energetic houses, okay? And from that area, you've got software. So the organ systems, the every cell, everything that touches um, anything else on the body away from the brain and the spinal cord uh, would be considered a software to it. So the cells actually communicate uh, at a frequency of 635 nanometers. It's nothing I make up. This mm-hmm. is a scientific fact that so we know that cells talk to each other, so to speak, and vibrate um, on that level. And so the hard drive um, of the body is sending signals, uh, and again, so many different types of signals, right? I mean, we could go into, you know, I could talk about the spinal thalamic track, you know, all the different tracks that go on, uh, but at the same time, that that becomes, first and foremost, rather boring, unless you really understand (laughs) the neurology, but I like to look at it like it's just a way of, of turning on some light switches to the body. Um, and, you know, how do you do that? Well, you can turn them on by, um, you know, even on, on your own without a doctor's help, uh, you know, simply by doing very simple uh, breathing exercises can turn that, those things back on. Uh, staying away from chemicals, staying away from um, heavy metal type, like we were driving today, I was taking my daughter uh, to the airport and they were spraying, um, uh, you know, like Roundup or glycophosphates or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, roll the windows up. Don't breathe. For right. <laughs> because all of those things um, affect our nervous systems in a big, 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 big way and shut it down. So staying away from as much of that as you can, you know, staying away from <clears throat> the foods that cause it. I mean, drinking water will turn that part of the nervous system back on. So some of the work that, that we do and that many other physicians work on as well as how do we turn that nervous system back on? Because I've always felt, you know, the power that made the body heals the body. And it's just figuring out how to turn that power back on and the right light switch, right? Um, You know, if you've got a light out in your house, like I did last night um, behind my home, I needed to see them like, why are those two lights not working? Well, I went and I looked at my breaker box and guess what? There was one little switch that had flicked for whatever reason. 
I reset the breaker and voila, the lights come on. You know, it's such a, we look at it like such a miracle. Um, and sometimes in the body, it, it is just like that. So you just have to realize that the body is functioning on that neurological level and, and on that vibrational level. And so the, everything has to communicate properly or there's interferences. And, you know, typically when a doctor comes in, whether it be a medical doctor or a, uh, a chiropractor, any kind of a, a, a doc that comes into play is when there is an interference in that communication. So something's happened, whether it be a structural problem, a trauma, um, a food that maybe the person didn't handle well, uh, an allergy. You know, electromagnetic frequency is a, oh my gosh, is a huge stressor that people don't realize. And that whole emotional level, and that's what you want to talk about today. And those emotional triggers can cause a lot of distress, um, a lot of havoc within the system, and uh, and they sit there, and they can sit there and fester, and they can stay there in the subconscious part of our being and on the cells. And that's a rather interesting um, component that I'm sure we'll discuss. Yeah, so I want to take a deeper dive into the emotions and how our mindset plays a role. So what what is the effect of a um, of our mindset and our emotions on our health? Well, we know that every single cell of the body has a neuropeptide, has an ability to hold on to an emotional component. And Candace Pert, who is a renowned neuroscientist, I've talked about her many times, she wrote a book called Molecules of Emotion. And she discovered this, and this was probably discovered, I'm going to say maybe 20 years ago now. Um, but actually found without a shadow of a doubt that our cells can have a receptor that if there is an emotional trigger, it will adapt, it will actually go to that receptor so that you remember. So for instance, you, so that your body can even look at, Oh, that's hot. That's red on the stove. That must mean it's hot. Don't touch it. Right? So you think about, you've got four little, or, Three, four, oh my gosh, three little girls, right? Yeah. Their brain just leave me. Yeah. Um, you, sometimes you come to my office with more than three. I know. So Don't add more to this <laughs> chaos than there is. So, <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, I mean, but you, from the time they were little, you have taught them what is okay and what is not okay. And their nervous system sometimes had to learn, right? What was okay or not okay. They touch something that's sharp. Ooh, don't do that again. Um, they, they eat something that tasted bitter or terrible. Ooh, I don't want that. But what you have to realize is that there can be an emotional link that combines to it. So let's say they walk into a house, any of us walk into a home and a dog comes at them and bites you. Well, you get bit by a dog. Sometimes you have a, a fear for the rest of your life of dogs. Why? Or the dog doesn't even have to bite you. The dog can growl and just scare you. It can just be a dog that doesn't look like a dog that you know. And all of a sudden, you'll have these irrational fears as well. But sometimes fears that, that you, you really should have, right? Like if there is a dog coming at you, you should probably back away if it's not a good dog. But just to give you that example, that, that the body does that for a reason. And sometimes that emotion doesn't get washed away. Sometimes that emotion just gets stuck there and then it just festers. Unfortunately, it can fester forever unless you are able to work through it, um, you know, be it with a, uh, some therapy sometimes is needed. Um, you know, there's some great techniques like emotional freedom technique, EFT, a great tapping technique. I mean, of course, one of the techniques that I do that is near and dear to my heart is neuro emotional technique 
that was, um, you know, basically Dr. Scott and Debbie Walker um, are the developers of that technique and, and, and truly just um, has changed my life and many others. And uh, I look at these things and, and how they help people be able to evolve, right? Not, not get stuck in, I mean, you probably, have you ever seen anyone that um, if you go to a high school reunion that still looks exactly like they did in high school? Right, right, yeah. Yeah, they got stuck there, right? I mean, they just got stuck there, and they can't evolve past that. I mean, I'm going to have my 35th class reunion. It tells you how old I am. But um, there will be people at that class reunion that are still wearing the same clothes, maybe bigger, but the same clothes, but have the same hairdo, right, unless they've lost their hair. But they just have gotten locked into that mindset, and what I love to see are people that can evolve past it, right? People that can move beyond that. And, you know, myself, I mean, I, um, you know, we make goals and we make all these things of what we want to be when we grow up. And uh, sometimes once we hit that spot, we go, oh, this is it? Like, this is it? And that was kind of what happened to me. And so I was 35 years old. I was a successful chiropractor. I had two children. I had a great marriage. I had a nice home. I was driving a nice car. Um, I mean, I really had everything going. I mean, what we all think we kind of aspire to. And I'm like, I'm 35 and this is it. And if I were the typical person in today's world, I mean, I could see being like, ugh, like I'm sad or depressed or whatever that looks like. And, um, I would have absolutely, I'm sure, went on a medication to just so that I didn't have to feel that because it, I was feeling this emotion that didn't make sense to me, okay? And so um, just, I always say, by God's grace, I had somebody walk into my life that, that did um, show me the neuroemotional technique um, in Florida, such a bizarre conference that, that um, I happened to be at, and we're, the, uh, Dr. Schmidt and I are still best of friends. And uh, changed my life forever. And I learned this technique and it literally helped me move on from things that had happened to me in my past that was just like my suitcase, mm-hmm. right? We just, we, we all carry this suitcase around. Why? You know, it's because that's what humans do. And we, we carry this luggage and this weight and this, 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 this really this heaviness sometimes that just weighs on us, whether it weighs on your heart, whether it weighs on your gut, whether it weighs on your liver, whether it weighs on your head. I mean, it can just really weigh on, on your being. And when you can um, work through some things and find out, you know, kind of the why, like, why was I so sad? Well, it was something that happened to me when I was 18 years old. And, you know, it is what it is. So you have to move past some of those things. And that really helped me a lot. And I'm, I feel so grateful that I'm able to help other people do that. But it's simply even even to be able to do some, some in-home kinds of things are, are important too. And it's just being able to honestly just kind of let go. And uh, so sometimes that's easier said than done. And so sometimes you do have to reach out. And there are a lot of docs that do this work anymore. And uh, you can always get onto their website too and, and find a doc around if you just want you know, to kind of see like, where am I on that emotional level? Mm-hmm. Right, because when I was doing some research for the mindset um, and emotion, I've learned that about 90% of our actions come from our unconscious or subconscious mind. So they're not necessarily things that we could maybe readily 
we're not thinking about them all the time. And so when I've done this with you, have I, what technique have I done with you with the emotional stuff? The neuroemotional technique and NET. Yeah. So you're able to like go back and kind of trigger things in my past that I've been holding Uh on to. And so they say about like 90% of our actions come from our unconscious mind. And these aren't things, if this is right, these aren't things that necessarily we can always come up with on our own. Like in my understanding to help fix these previous traumas and past emotions, a lot of times you do need to seek some help in that. Is, is that what you would say with that? I, I would agree. Uh, you know, and I, I, I know it's hard for people when they're listening to podcasts and things because they really want to be able to do some things on their own. And, 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 and certainly there, again, there are techniques that, that can help you, but if you've got some past traumas in your life, um, and we all do, I mean, you know, and here's the deal, I I think with these traumas, you know, I think back, you know, some of the bigger ones, you know, when their parents get divorced, that can be a huge trauma for people. Um, if, uh, someone has died, you know, even a, even a, let's say a pet, you know, if a pet has passed away, that can be a big, big trauma for people in their past. Um, women, honestly, uh, when they have to go through, whether it be a miscarriage, whether it be an abortion, those are, those are probably some of the biggest traumas that I see and abuse, abuse is, you know, that in itself, we know it's trauma, right? Mm-hmm. And when you mentioned the 90% being um, unconscious or subconscious, it, it's like an iceberg. You know, you think about an iceberg and you see just the tip of it, right? Right. It's all that stuff underneath. It's all of that. That, that really is connected to ourselves. And, and you, you need help to be able to move on with that. I mean, acupuncture is another way to be able to release some of those emotional traumas. You, know, you see that sometimes on TV. I know I've seen this where they've put acupuncture needles in people in different areas, you know, and they start to cry, right? They have an emotional release. That does not happen very often um, in acupuncture, but sometimes, right? Depends on what you're doing. Um, but people will either, when they do have the emotional release, will either sweat profusely, it's kind of funny, um, or they cry, you know, and that's a way for the body to release these um, kind of hidden, you know, truly hidden subconscious emotions. And once you find those, it, I, you know, again, it is like a weight being lifted off of your body. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, I don't, I don't have to hold on to that anymore. And, you know, we've known for thousands of years in the acupuncture world, that there are emotions um, that are tied to each element. So if we think of elements being fire and earth and metal and wood and water, those are the five elements that we look at. Each and every one of those elements have specific emotions that are tied to those elements. So for instance, anger is an emotion. And, you know, it's okay to be angry at times, but we do see in this world right now that there is some, uh, there's probably some irrational anger. And I'm sure many people would agree. I mean, I mean, oh my gosh, the other day I was like road rage. I'm like, oh my gosh, people take a load. I mean, just people need to take seriously, just relax. And anger is stuck in the liver. And anger doesn't go in other meridians. It literally is stuck in the liver. And I'll find people that it's, I'm going to tell this very funny story. I think it's a funny story. Um, an older gentleman um, who had this terrible road rage. I mean, ridiculous road rage. And we did some, uh, we did some work with him and 
we had been doing some acupuncture and we ultimately did some NET. And the, the uh, suitcase that he was harboring actually went back to when his parents had gotten divorced. And he was angry about this and angry that he had no control over it, right? Mm-hmm. So the next time that I saw him, after we did the release work, the next time that I saw him, his wife came with. And I was like, oh, my goodness gracious, I'm in for it, right? And his, they, they sat down and his wife said, I think you broke him. <laughs> I said, okay. She said, I was in a car with him and he didn't get mad once. That's unheard of. And I, I was like, wow. And she said, seriously, what did you do? Because this was amazing. And he's just, he's been so much more mellow. Well, he just, you know, we helped him release that just deep seated anger that was truly was there because his parents had gotten divorced. What that has to do with driving a car, who knows, right? Except the fact he just didn't have control over the other driver nor his parents. So maybe that was it. But those are the kinds of things that we'll see sometimes. Now, and the kidney will hold emotions like fear and dread and doom. I mean, those are some of the main ones. So like when people say I was so scared I could pee my pants, I mean, that's in the kidney element. That's the water element, right? I mean, that is very true. I mean, people do have that happen, right? Um, and so, but if it's your fire element, which would be like your heart, I mean, some people have that are heart people. And you, I mean, we all know those people, the ones that just carry it, you know, on their shirt sleeve, right? Those people, oh my goodness, I feel they're, they're tough to work with because they just, they do, they harbor everything in their heart. And um, being able to help release some of that emotional trauma for them, life-changing, absolutely life-changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, in, it's incredible work. Every time I get it done, it's like so fascinating to me to see what it can do. And when you talk about, so I kind of want to go back to the biology aspect because when you okay. talk about storing emotions, I think it's a really hard concept to grasp, uh, uh-huh. like just just to grasp it. And so when you talk about an emotion converts to a neuropeptide, like what, and then it goes to the cells where they can grab a hold of that. Like, what does that whole process look like? To clarify this though, emotions aren't just, I mean, I think we think of them as just thoughts. They're like nothingness, but they're actually converting into quote unquote, a chemical in the body that's having an effect in the cell. Like these aren't just thoughts that are in one minute and gone the next. Like your body's actually doing something with those thoughts and creating something based on those thoughts. Correct? Well, and and some emotions are here to, you know, in and out, right? But not every emotion is going to harbor itself. But, But what we know again, and if you want to really look at the chemistry, go read that book, Molecules of Emotion with Candace Pert. It's amazing. But it will dive into the, the, uh, uh, the neuroscience behind it all. And what it is is that the cell itself um, carries a receptor. It's literally a receptor. So look at it like a, um, a little hole maybe or, you know, something that sits there that the emotion can connect to. And if that emotion, which like you said, is a, is a basically I guess you can look at it like a biochemical reaction, right? It literally holds a, a space. And if it connects to that cell, then it will sit there. So anger will sit on the liver emotions. I'm sorry, on on the liver cells. And so, you know, if this is, now this is what they say. I don't, you know, how true is it? But they say that every single disease will always have an initial emotional component linked to it. Hmm. Every single one. Like you don't have a disease because there's a disruption there. A disruption happens in the nervous system 
whether, you know, some kind of an emotional disturbance that's like the straw that broke the camel's back, okay? And it's that thing that, whether it be an underlying virus that has been sitting there harboring, whether there was an underlying chemical disruption, whatever, but that something, some type of an emotional link, an emotional component um, was there. And, you know, we don't really understand everything. I mean, you know, even the, the most, amazing, intelligent biochemist. The body is so miraculous in the way that it can heal itself that even if I went into detail on all of that, tomorrow somebody could find it and <laughs> what I said could be completely wrong, right? Right. But, but, there def- but there is definitely a reaction that happens because you have to remember that you feel something. And if you, I call it a charge. So If you are in a situation and all of a sudden you just like, for me, I'm one of those heart people. It will go right to my heart. Now, some people, it will go right to their gut. Okay. Some people, it'll go directly to their neck and they'll, you know, I, how many patients do I have that go, Oh, I hold all of my stress in my back. I'm like, stop it. (laughs) But you know, people say that, right. And I mean, there are times that you literally can have pain in your neck and you have in your life, someone who is a pain in your neck and you get rid of that someone and guess what goes away? The pain in your neck. Uh So um, I find it just amazing, you know, how you, when you feel that charge and if you feel that charge doesn't go away. So sometimes you have to be very present in how you feel. And if you are, if, if you have a lot of that going on, and this is what I see in today's world, we don't like that. We don't like that feel of all this kind of electrical charge going on. And so that's what we're seeing. I mean, do you, the percentage of women that are on antidepressants and the amount of children that are on some kind of antipsychotic medication anymore scares the ever living bejesus out of me. And it's because we don't want to feel. And we walk into our doctor's office and we say to them, I'm sad. Um, I, I, I struggle getting up in the morning. I, um, I'm crying a lot. And the first thing that the, that, that docs have a tendency to do, and not all of them, but is there, here's an antidepressant. Let's see if we can help you get through it. And they just want you to feel better. I get it. But we also know that exercise helps a lot. Unplugging, like unplugging from your cell phone, unplugging from anything electronic, uh, put this podcast away for a while, come back to it later type of thing. Um, but really unplugging and then reconnecting with mother earth and, you know, grounding yourself, go hiking, do what you need to do to get back on the, and and get grounded. Cause you know, my son, perfect example. He'll, he'll say, mom, I just, I didn't want to wake up this morning. And I'm like, why? And I can tell you why it's because he's was on his cell phone. He sleeps with his cell phone way too close to his head, which you should never do. And you know, the world today is connected 24 seven, if they choose to be Mm -hmm. right. Like they're always on call. They're always on anyone can connect with them. And especially our generation from like, I'm going to say 25 and maybe a little older now, but 25 and under, I mean, you know, I mean, kids that are 10 and 12 have a cell phone. Why they can't drive. They're not with anybody, but they have a cell phone. And so we're, we're living in this world anymore that just needs to, for their nervous systems sake, needs to unplug and unplug in a very big way. And that in itself would help a lot of these emotional triggers that we're seeing. Yeah. So can you keep going with a few more tips of like, you know, so 
obviously there's a lot of emotional work that can be done with a practitioner, but what are some other things? Like if you continue on with that, like what are some things that we really need to start taking seriously in our lives? Because emotions are playing a huge role in the health of our body. I mean, literally when I walked in your office the first time or one of the first times that I was there and really (laughs) sick, you really just laid it out. Like as long as you continue to try to be everything for everyone, like you're going to kill yourself. And a lot of my stuff was just emotional things that I was just putting on myself. Like I was just trying to carry everything for everyone. And you've really helped me to not do that for the sake of my health. But what are some other things that we can do to help this process? Well, and I think that's just it. Be okay to ask for help, right? Especially as um, as women. We have a tendency to to try to do it all. To, you know, have the, the house that's always clean and the dishes that are always put away and the clothes that are always washed and our kids always look the best and um you know and put don't look at Facebook for a week and see how you feel because you know everything on Facebook or you know Instagram or whatever is all the good things. Because think about it, when somebody puts maybe some realness on Facebook or or sadness, does anybody want to look at it? No. No, Really honestly I don't even want to look at it. I don't want to I don't really that sounds terrible. I don't care if you had a bad day. We all have bad days. Um, but I don't want to read that either, right? So I get it. But if you're going to go onto Facebook, you've got to realize that that is the outer appearance of everyone's life. Mm-hmm. And everyone, everyone, everyone has a story. There is no doubt. And I, I mean, I, I have to be honest. Don't you chuckle when you see the married couples and, and the wives posting all these amazing things about their marriage and their anniversaries. And then, you know, two weeks later, what's going on? Right. <laughs> Now, now they're getting divorced or now there's, I mean, I just, I, and not that that's all the time by any means, but I, I think it's just, we all want our life to be that white picket fence, right? And is that truly reality? So what I try to help people with is ask for help. And if it's not, you know, like I didn't have parents that lived here. My parents lived in Florida. My husband's parents were retiring. They weren't very local. I didn't have a lot of family, but if you have family, like Alexa, you're so lucky because you do have family here and then you guys help each other out just beautifully. Um, but not many people have that. So find a college student to come in or a high school student. I, I have had help with a high school or college student since the time my children, my oldest is 23. So since the kid, time she was probably two, just to help me empty the dishwasher, do a couple loads of laundry and make my bed maybe. I mean, seriously, maybe, you know, honestly, three, four, five hours a week. Not, not clean my whole house, just make, help it when I walk into my house that life looks better, <laughs> you know? So be, be okay asking for help. Um, and what, you know, what are the things I always say to people, what are the things that, that bring you joy? What is it that truly brings you joy? And some people have to really sit down and think about it. And I'll tell them at night, what I want you to do is I want you to journal and then you have to write a million things. Just write down two or three words. What brought you joy today? Was it your two-year-old smile? You know, was it the fact that they had ice cream all over the, their face and you were just laughing really hard? I mean, what is it that brought you true joy today? Mm-hmm. And um, after you do that for, you know, if you can't find it right away, after you do that for a bit, you'll start to go, wow, that, that's what makes me happy. So it's finding that. Um, I had a girlfriend and fresh flowers brought her joy. She loved fresh flowers. And 
I'm like, then buy yourself fresh flowers twice a week. It doesn't have to be the $20 brocades. Then, you know, go and get yourself fresh flowers. And right now you can get them, you know, out in your garden if you have it. Right. But, um, but those brought her joy. So if it's driving down, you know, a country road, then do that. <laughs> go explore something new. But find what brings you joy and then do more of that. And we have a tendency to put those things on the back burner. And then we start to forget what truly does bring us happiness and joy. Um, so I think that. Um, unplug. I, I can't say that enough. Unplug. And definitely unplug at night. Like, do not have your cell phone next to your bed or your laptop. Turn, make your room very, very dark so that you get a good night's sleep. Because sleep is what regenerates you. If you aren't doing... Um, different technologies to help you get energy back in, like we do at our office, whether it be like, you know, we use pulse electromagnetic, pulse electromagnetic frequency. We use uh, microcurrents. We're using ion cleanses. We're using meditations. I mean, there are so many things out there that um, you, you can use with technology, but not everybody has that availability. So meditate. Meditate daily. There's so many free meditations out there that you can get a hold of. Look at that because you've got, that's a great way to just be, you know, so to unplug and to just be the, the letter B as in boy and E as an elephant, be, be a human being. Um, I, I really, again, especially at night, get the cell phones away from you. You've got to get rid of that electromagnetic pollution. That is, that is tapping into our energy big and bad. Um, if you are somebody that sits at a computer, there are, um, there are multipolar magnets that you can wear and, uh, we can get you that information. Alexa, people want to have something to kind of help them so that they are, uh, not getting bombarded by that, uh, wireless, uh, electrical pollution. There are cell phone chip, uh, again, devices that you can put on your cell phones. I recommend that for everybody. Um, there's laptop chips that you can put on. And again, this, what these do is they, um, and I can get you the information so you can get out on your blog, but what they, what they help with is to disperse that wave. So it's not going into you. And I think that is um, imperative. I always think about where guys wear their cell phones and it's usually down in their pockets. And I think about what, you know, what else is down there in by their pockets. I'm always telling my son, I want to have normal grandchildren someday. Get your phone out of there. Um, if you're a woman, never, 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 or a guy for that fact, carry your phone by your breast, especially your left side by your heart. Your heart is an electrical being. Think about this. Have you ever heard of heart cancer? Mm. Never. Never. Why? Because it's electrical. And you have that phone that has um, electrical pollution and it's constantly dinging into a tower that is affecting your heart. Get it away from your, just get it away from your body. Get one of the um, cell chips of some sort so that it's dispersing those, that pollution away from you. Um, very important, but keep, try to keep it off your being as much as possible. Um, what else? I mean, drink lots of really good filtered water because water is a current. It helps the body to be able to make your nervous system work better. So really healthy water is important. Stay away from chemicals. Stay away from diet soda, anything with NutraSweet and any of that kind of stuff in there, those are chemicals and they just mess with your nervous system. Um, 
staying away from anything that has, uh, I'm trying to think of the, like refined sugars, right? So corn syrup. We know that corn syrup is just so bad for you. And again, it messes, it messes with the whole system. So let's say that you um, ate a donut for breakfast and had a Mountain Dew for lunch. And um, now you're going home and you're, now you, you're starting to wonder, okay, oh my gosh, what am I going to make for dinner? And what did I do? And what if you're already somebody who's a worry wart, okay? Worry sits in the earth element, which is stomach, pancreas, and spleen. And so here's someone who's already a worry wart and they're eating way too much sugar. Those are the kinds of people that just hold on and harbor those kinds of emotions. So then in, in, in the earth element, in the stomach element, um, are people like with more like low self-esteem and they're just despair and hopelessness. I mean, and, and usually those people eat a ton of sugar because it helps it make, they think for a moment right. that that'll make them feel better. It'll make them feel better. And it typically is just the worst thing for them. So there's a, you just gave us a ton of tips that we can start to do <laughs> and implement, that. which is totally <laughs> perfect. Um, but before we go and wrap this up, like what is your big idea when it comes to achieving lasting health? Like how do we get there in your opinion? I know you gave us a lot of those tips and maybe that's just do that. Um, but what is your big idea? Well, you know, I, of course I'm a chiropractor, right? So I honestly feel that everyone needs to make sure that their nervous system is optimum and working properly because it is your hard drive. And so I think everyone, like everybody has a uh, beautician or a hairstylist that cuts their hair, or most people do, um, everyone should have a chiropractor that they absolutely adore, right? If you do not adore your chiropractor, find another one mm-hmm. because you sh- they are the people that are keeping your nervous system up and running. And by keeping your nervous system up and running, you will feel better. You will have less pain. You will think clearer. Uh, you will be you will be less ill. There is no doubt. I mean, we know that over time and time and time again that you have less colds and flus and all of that. And even if you do get sick, you recover quicker because your nervous system is working properly. So I think the big picture for me is be sure that you have someone that's taking care of your nervous system and helping you with that. Mm-hmm. because that nervous system gets hit and it gets hit from trauma. It gets hit from foods. It gets hit from toxins. It gets hit from these electromagnetic pollution. It gets hit from allergies and it gets hit with emotions. So finding somebody that, that can help you with that, that you are, are using it as a lifestyle treatment, you know, whether that be once a month, whether that be once a quarter, whether for some people it's once a week, right? What limits people is time and money. Mm-hmm. And you want to be, you want to find the time to take care of yourself, but you also have to be able to afford wherever you go and what you're doing. So you need to be able to find those things that work the best for you. But that big picture is keeping your nervous system exceptionally healthy and finding someone that knows how to tap in to those things for you to help you. You're like, be okay asking for help, whether it be with your body, with your home, with your children, with your marriage with your life. It is okay to ask for help. And I always say, once you know more, like once you listen to your podcast and you're getting all this information out to people, which Alexa, I'm so proud of you. And you just, you do give people so much great information. But once you know this information, now you must do more. I've always thought that once you know more, you must do more. So make sure that once you're done with this, that you think of one thing that hopefully you learned one thing 
from what we talked about today. And you can take that and you grab it. Whether you say, okay, I am not going to have my cell phone by my bed anymore. And my children's phones are no longer in their, in their bedrooms with them, right? I mean, that's a great place to start. Um, I'm not going to drink diet soda anymore or anything with NutraSweet in it. That's a great place to start. Uh, I'm going to look up what, what is NET. You know, the website for that is uh, netmindbody.com. All put together. So netmindbody.com. And you can look on there and find practitioners and just there's videos on there to give you more information. But once you know more, you must do more. So I gave you a ton of tips. Yeah. Take a couple of those tips. Take one of those tips and, um, and do something with it to better yourself, to better your family, to better your life. And you'll be happier all around. That's fantastic. And you truly live it as well. So that's what I respect so much about you as well. So just a few quick fire questions before we end this. In your own personal life, what is the most important thing you do every day for your health? Well, I really try to get a good night's sleep. Um, I think that's very important. Um, there's probably several things I do. I, I drink, I, mean, I drink lemon water, warm lemon water right when I get up just to kind of get my system and my nervous system working. I do drink a lot of water throughout the day. I find that that's very important. Um, I don't eat any artificial sweeteners ever. You will never, ever, ever catch me doing that. Um, I did have a, you know, maybe I, I did. I did have an awesome beer this weekend um, in Wisconsin called Spotted Cow. Loved it. So every once in a while, I do splurge and do some um, things like that. But I, I look at life kind of like eighty twenty. Like if I can do the, you know, eighty percent of the time. I'm doing the right thing. I can kind of get away with 20% of the time um, of some other things. And, you know, I, um, like, I'm having some uh, friends come in over the 4th of July, and um, they're practitioners like myself, and, and we treat each other because, you know, I do. I mean, so I do that quarterly um, where I get together with uh, people that do what I do, and, and we work on each other because, you know, people always think, well, how do you keep yourself uh, you know, emotionally stable, right? And uh, how do you keep yourself structurally stable? Well, guess what? I do what I tell you to do. <laughs> so um, I just, I have to, you know, but I have to go somewhere to find it. I, it's not like just around my back, uh, you know, the back corner there. So around the corner. So um, I, I truly do that, you know, so every day I'm, I'm doing my very best to, to eat well, um, to drink, um, you know, good filtered water, to get good sleep. Um, I've got a chip on my uh, cell phone. Uh, I, I, I never have it by myself at night. Uh, I really try to have some quality time with family, with friends, um, and just be with them, right? Like literally be, um, to laugh. I love to laugh, you know? So just to have those times and to, to, to be with, um, with my husband and my, and my kids and, um, you know, over dinner time and, you know, there's no cell phones there, right? We're, we're talking and we're laughing and we're being together, and uh, we don't eat out a lot. I mean, I cook at home most of the time. Um, similar, I mean, I know you do. Your meals look much better than I do. <laughs> but, um, but I think just that. I think doing just as much as you can, like that 80-20 rule, and don't beat yourself up if that 20% slides in, right? Then the next day, just start over again. And, uh, and I'm really okay asking for help. I mean, I'm, I, have all, I have been that person that if, I, if, if it's not my expertise, um, if I need help um, in my life, I'm, I've always been okay with that. 
Well, I shouldn't say always. I've gotten better with that. Let's put it that way. Right, right. Yeah. I, I have too because I have to. <laughs> I don't want to right, go back there. Exactly. <laughs> okay, a couple more. What's your favorite health tip of the moment? Health tip of the moment. Um, you know, I think I went through about a gazillion of them with you already, right? So um, I just think um, we do. Like new um, emerging? You know, I think the biggest thing, and, and this is what people just aren't paying enough attention to, is how we are getting literally zapped um, electrically. And um, I know at our last uh, podcast that we did, um, we talked a lot about energy. And we're just, we're seeing people that are just zapped, that are just tired, that are depleted. And so you've got to find ways so that you um, can regain your energy back, right? So that your body has a savings account, so that it's not in bankruptcy. Because we are seeing a lot of disease, um, a lot of um, a lot of cancers, a lot of autoimmune, a lot of those things. And honestly, most of it is because we are literally getting zapped. Um, and I say zapped energetically. I mean, the electric magnetic pollution is a big, big deal. But because you can't see it, you don't think it's there. But believe me, it's there. And I always laugh. You know, I say Oprah even talks about it. So it must be real. Right. <laughs> yes. Okay. What's your favorite health gadget you're loving? I know you're kind of a gadget girl. So. Oh, my gosh. I have, like, so many gadgets. Um, you know, one gadget that I really um, have, have been using a lot is when we're doing a lot of the allergy work, and I think you even um, have one of these, is one of the Taishins, which is an acupuncture. It's a, oh, yeah, it's yeah. A very, uh, yeah, it's a very affordable um, way of doing some acupuncture on yourself. And, you know, if anybody wants uh, one of those, we certainly can send out of the office along with the sheet that goes with it that open up those um, wellness gate points for the body. And I call them their gate. It's a... Uh, uh, there's specific acupuncture points that literally open up the energy to the body for health and wellness. And that's, that's probably, and it's, it's cheap. It's like $30, right? So it's not an expensive gadget. I love that. Um, and you can use it on I, anyone you know, we, then. We, yeah. We have so much technology that we use in our office anymore because I was using so much of my own energy to try to help people get better that I realized that it, it just, it wasn't possible anymore. There's only so much of me and I was getting sick. And I realized that this, this is crazy. I cannot do it like this anymore. So there are so many cool gadgets. And, you know, we use, um, but I think the Taishin is probably one of my favorite things right now. And just easy. Very, very easy. That you can do at home. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Last question. What is the best piece of advice you could leave us with? Well, I'll say it one more time. I, I honestly think once you know more, you must do more. So take some of the information that Alexa and I talked about today and do something with it. Don't just listen to these podcasts or be that person that reads every single book and then does nothing with it. Because once you start doing something and make and taking action uh, with the information that you're given, that's when your life gets better. But if you do nothing, if you just sit there and keep reading about it and looking at it, but do nothing, nothing changes either. So take action today. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here. You're always a wealth of information. I always learn so much and I know everyone else has. So thank you so much for being on the show again. I'm sure it's not the last time. Um, why don't you tell everyone where we can learn more about you and follow you and, you know, check out your clinic and other things. Absolutely. Well, of course, we have our website, um, holisticwellness.com, and that's going to be revamped here very, very quickly. I'm pretty excited about that, but holistic with a W, so W-H-O, um, holisticwellness.com. And then, of course, we have a YouTube channel, so I'll be 
definitely going to be putting some information, new information on that too in the next week or so. But that um, particular uh, YouTube channel, and it's under YouTube, obviously, you go to Holistic Wellness. Uh, there's some videos on there of all the different technologies that we do and uh, just some good information, not overwhelming, and nothing's over like seven minutes. So we try to keep it nice, short, and sweet. Uh, but that's probably the easiest way to um, to get a hold of us. Of course, our Facebook page. Our Facebook page always has some very fun things. And we're, we're getting more gadgets, you know, more like you, Alexa, we're trying to um, have more things that, that people can look at, but that's kind of a great place to start for me. Um, and if you go to our website, you'll be able to um, tap into like the NET information as well. And um, again, Alexa, I'm sure you'll be putting some of that information out there uh, for people to look at it. You know, don't hesitate to connect with me if people want to order some things and things like that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And I'll make sure and add all this in the show notes so everyone has okay. where they can learn more and everything that we talked about in today's show. So thank you again so much for being here. We learned so much. I really appreciate it. Always completely my pleasure. Take care of yourself. I always learn so much from her. Even though when I go into her office, I tend to quiz her about new and exciting things and different questions I've had. I really value every word she says, and I hope you learned so much. I mean, the mind is such a powerful tool, and if we can start to learn to work with it and to use it to our benefit, I believe we can experience great things, not to mention happiness and a life full of joy. Because at the end of the day, we can get healthy and never be happy or joyful. But where lasting health comes from, that can only be achieved when you have happiness and joy mixed in. So we have to have all three in order for it to last and to be a life worth living. So again, I hope this podcast was helpful. Make sure you head on over to the show notes at simplewellness.com backslash 093 to get all the information on today's show. I'm linking everything she talked about so you can check it out, learn more, and check out some of those tools and resources she had mentioned. And while you're there, if you wouldn't mind leaving a rating and review, it would mean the world to me. I say it all the time and I probably will continue to say it because these are the lifeblood of the show. This is what makes it go round. This allows iTunes to make the show visible and findable by other people to join this tribe of people who are trying to experience real and lasting health. Not health that's here one day and gone the next, but lasting health. And that starts with having a tribe. So again, make sure you head on over to the show notes at simplewellness.com backslash 093 to leave a rating or review or you can find me on iTunes at Simple Roots Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning into another episode. On Friday, we're coming out with the very first bonus episode of your most embarrassing health questions asked. There's a special guest on the show. I'm not gonna give you any more details than that, but it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I hope answering some of those questions, maybe you've been too embarrassed to ask your healthcare provider or even Google search on the internet. Or maybe you've Google searched it and the answer hasn't been what you want and you've had to do a little too much digging for your comfort. Don't worry, I have you covered. There's no question too embarrassing that we won't cover here on the bonus episode. So stay tuned for on Friday for this special episode and coming out soon are some new recipes. So I hope you'll join me over on Simple Roots Wellness. Stay tuned. We got more goodness coming your way. And next week, I'm doing a deeper dive into the emotional component of our health. So stay tuned for that. I look forward to seeing you back here on Friday.